the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! There is no off-season for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. Hello, Texans, and welcome to the program. Mark Vandermeer with you tonight. Back home, John Harris in his abode, and Bridget back at the studio as everybody's all around the town and doing the program for you tonight. And we kick off the weekend with a big one for you. We have more likely to happen in segment two. Quarterback talk always comes to play play during that segment and maybe some other professional sports and what they're doing to try to get back. And we need to get back, don't we? Now, I don't want to talk about that tonight. I'm not talking about the COVID tonight, Johnny. Not going to do it except when it relates to sports specifically like we will a bit in the second segment. How you doing, my friend? Uh, doing okay, but you're assuming that I'm doing my the show at my house. Ooh, you could – are you at studio? No, I'm in my house. I just was saying okay. that you were Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. You I'm could at, be I'm anywhere. At the, I'm at the crib, but, yeah, it could be anywhere. It could be uh, – you know, the first couple of weeks of COVID, I was down in Galveston just doing it on the couch overlooking the beach. That was kind of fun. I thought you were going to ride out the whole thing down there. Uh, well, we were we were trying to. Mm-hmm. We were trying to, and then we got kicked the you-know-what out. It was kind of rough. My Leave. wife, I mean, I've never, yeah, I've never had my, my wife has never been so upset. Yeah. Uh, so, we, yeah, we had, to come, we had to come back here, and it was, it, you know, we obviously did the draft from here, but I, I remember the, the first week it was like, we, you and I talked on and off the air about, are we going to have to do the draft from our house? We get oh yeah! Tra- nah, nah. It, it, like really? That was that was preposterous. The thought that we would actually have to do the broadcast for the draft at our homes, and that was eons ago. I mean, oh I God. I don't even remember that, Johnny. And it was just strange seeing all the media folks we saw yesterday yeah. uh, in a little gathering, and just thinking about how long it's been since we've seen everybody. It was the combine, and I haven't seen you basically since the combine. So yeah. it, it's just a weird deal that we're uh, living through right now. We'll all get through it at at some at some point. I believe we will get through it. I mean, I don't say that as confidently as I used to, I guess, <laughs> but we will. Darn it, we're gonna do it. And by the way. It's uh, our producer's birthday, so um, yes. it's Bridget. Yeah. So we thought we'd play her. Oh, Fifty Cent. Yeah. I love it, dude. Now, Thank you. <laughs> there's a story behind this song oh, as it relates Bridget, to me. This is Mark's favorite song. Now it is my favorite song, it is Bridget. His favorite song. And and I uh, I'm playing the clean version, so don't worry. You don't have to hit the dump button. Hand was over the soon. dump button. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. No, it's uh, it's Fifty Cent, and it's uh, in the club. Now, now. I did. All right. So I didn't really um, I didn't really know that 50 Cent did this song. Of course, I had heard it before, but I didn't really know. I, I didn't listen to it that closely. Anyway, so I'm riding along with some of our department members uh, as we're at a summit in uh, San Francisco, actually. And it's there on the readout. And by the way, I was going to tell Figgy this story. I was I was texting back and forth with him last weekend because I was asking him about um, something he was listening to on Twitter, and I, I really didn't know much about it. Uh, anyway, so I, I said, remind me to tell you my into club story. So I'm looking at the readout on the car, you know, dashboard, and I say, in the club and i said it just like that and everybody started spitting up laughing because i am the most i'm just the whitest person in america like in the club and uh and that's it you know so uh, now this is like this is my jam okay i mean really into uh that's awesome I think DP laughed harder whenever she tells that story yep. and i unfortunately mm-hmm. wasn't with you guys but uh DP tells that story and as soon as you played it i was like she is somewhere Dying laughing right now. Oh, yeah, of course. Dying laughing. And this is 2003, I believe. So Bridget's like, oh, yeah, 50 Cent, as if she's recalling Beethoven. Because Bridget is turning some very young age. I'm not going to give away a woman's age, but a very young age today. I mean, you know, she's, you know, in her 20s somewhere. Let's just put it that way. And, like, when this song came out, she was not exactly full grown, okay? So it's a classic. It's a classic. This is like classic rock. Travels well with time. It it's does. Like, I told I told Mark I told Bridget this before I, I came. Out. I did the I did the math on this. So I was like, oh my god, the the age gap between Bridget 
and my son. You know Jack. Mm-hmm. Yep. The age gap between those two is the same as the age gap between my wife and I. And I'm like, oh, my God. my, Oh, I, I just – I just had this, you know, like this thought of, oh, my God, I have a kid that's that old. You know, because I heard Bridget was 23. I'm like, oh, you know, 23. Okay. You know, uh, wait a second. Jack's 20, and he's, I mean, he'll be 21 in January. So he's less than three years, and it just scared the bejesus out of me. So how about this? It scared me to death. How about this? This is, you know, California Love by Tupac. Tupac. Yeah. And, I mean – Tupac is like Mozart to Bridget, okay? This this is like going way back. Boy, that's really jamming. I mean, I I, the, I can't get the mix right on my home equipment here. Anyway, um, I really like that one, too. What was the basketball movie that Tupac did, Johnny? Was it uh, Above oh, the Rim? Uh, above the Rim, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got to see rim. that one again see how that one holds up. Yeah, you know, I, pro- I, I know I saw it when it came out, but I don't know that I've seen it. I don't know that I've seen it in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I remember Tupac and Juice with uh, Omar oh, yeah. Epps. Oh yeah, I remember that. Omar Epps, he was another one from the '90s that was just outstanding in the early O's. Love and basketball, um, just an outstanding actor. I mean, he was in Higher Learning with John Singleton, uh, John Singleton production. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tupac, let me. T- I mean, I, I, look, I I don't profess to be an expert at this, but I can tell you this: I know chemistry on screen and um, and charisma and the X factor. The guy just oozed X factor. He exploded off the screen. He had this incredible, I mean, this incredible presence about him. And it would have been really interesting to see what would have happened to his career. You know, had he lived? Like, you know, I, I think about this with a lot of musicians, like you know, Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin and Jim Morrison and people like that. Anyway, I didn't mean to begin the show like that, but I guess I did. And we wanted to say happy oh, birthday, Bridget, our uh, our producer. Thanks, guys. And Johnny never tells us when his birthday is. He kind of like slides it under the door like two weeks after it's over. I had a, I had a Corona. I had a COVID birthday. <laughs> oh, we you were did. All sheltered in place. It was like, Wait, what? Uh, when was that again, Johnny? Uh, March thirty first. See, I'm horrible with these things. I just like Bridget. I'll forget your birthday next year, so I'm sorry. Uh, I'll apologize in advance about that. Okay, let's get into this now. It is. It is the desert, like we said yesterday, but the desert means fun time. We're going to have a lot of fun between now and the start of the season, the start of training camp, whenever that does occur. Will it start early? We don't know. Will it start later? We don't know. Will it start on time? We're hoping. I mean, that's the plan, and we'll see how that goes. I'm going to give a deadline to the league right now. Should I just go on the air with this, Johnny, and just give the league my deadline? All right. So here we are. It's June 12th. All right. I'm going to say by the 26th. We got to know. We got to know what the plan is. Do you think that's fair? Or should I give them another week after that? That's two weeks. That's two weeks. Is that not enough time to see how how the uh, the spike or surge pans out? The possibility of one. I mean, there's going to be a little one at the very least, but you know, you're hoping it's not too big after all the protests and opening up and everything else. Um, what do you think? 26 would be good to know. I mean, it would be good to know. Is that too early? Is that fair or not to the league? Is Roger Goodell going to call me up and beg me for more time? Because, look, if you go past the 26th, the next week is July 3rd. That's the next Friday. I mean, that's too late. I got to know about the 26th, okay? We got – all right, that's it. That's it, Mr. Goodell. The 26th, we need to know what's going on. And I think that they will tell us. I think we will know maybe – early the next week at the latest before the start of July they're going to tell us when camp's going to start or when they can start and when the preseason is going to start and what the plan is for the preseason because let's just say this let's say no fans is one thing but a few fans at the very least whether it's 10 percent 20 percent whatever percentage capacity you're talking about they got to get ready I mean and yeah I can tell you this, the Texans are preparing as we speak for a full house. But if it's less than and the exact protocols and just getting everything in place, you got to know. You got to know because there's going to be more. It's not like we're done today. It's not like you could open up the stadium tonight for 70,000 fans or even half a house and be ready. Like the the things you're going to need in place to get that done. Uh, are going to take about a month. So, And if there are no fans, then you don't have to worry about a lot of things like that, right? If there are no fans, you don't have to worry about getting seats ready in a certain way and, you know, uh, wayfinding in a COVID world stadium and all of that. 
Do you see my point? Does that make sense? Oh, I think it makes absolute sense. And I think the 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 one thing that I'm curious about, going to your point, is when a declaration is made, and like you said, hopefully it's no later than the 26th of June. Maybe it comes next weekend. The sooner the better. But I think this is going to be a moving target for the next how many ever weeks all the way through the season, Mark. I think it's going to be – Hey, we've you know, we've had success with these early games. I think you mentioned it. I think it's going to start obviously with training camp. They're going to okay, let's let's put as many of these um uh, practices to work in our buildings. Let's test guys, let's see how that's going. I think you were right when you said we would lose preseason game 1 and probably 4. And I think that makes sense. It gives another week for everybody to Okay, get together, see how this is working, if it's working. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see how this plays uh, in the stadiums. Uh, let's play games. Let's you know travel and do all those things for weeks two and three. And then let's take that week that would have been week four and let's assess the mm-hmm. league. Steps back, assesses, the le- assesses uh, makes an assessment of where they are and what they've seen in those two weeks, and then says, okay, here's how we're going to go forward for now. And then after four weeks, assess it again and say, okay, we've had stadiums at, I don't know, 50% capacity. Okay, maybe we can move them up to 75%. Or maybe we're ready to put everybody in the stands or whatever. But I think it's going to be a moving target uh, throughout the year. I mean, I feel like every Friday I sort of wait by my phone to see what the NFL is going to put out. Okay, who's going back? What uh, what statement are they making? Because it feels like the last how many of our Fridays, Mark, We've gotten information that says, okay, coaches can go back. Uh, this group of people can go back. You know, rehab players, players that are rehabbing, they can go back. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be that way throughout the season that every, you know, and it may, not, it may not be on Friday because doing something on Friday is you get ready for Sunday, but it might be a different day. But the point being, we're going to have that day where we're going to get a memo from the NFL or read about a memo from the NFL saying, okay, we're now going to do this or, we need to play this without fan. I mean, we're going to get those notices throughout. And I think just – I know in our building, I know they're planning for that. And they're going to be ready for those kind of things. Like, okay, we're going to start with no fans. And then uh, a quarter of the stadium or just a lower bowl or spread out in the lower bowl or you know, spread out throughout the stadium but 50%. I, there are people way smarter than me that are going to figure that out for us in our building. And I'm sure there are 31 other teams – going to figure that out as well I think the one thing that's going to be really interesting in this is the Raiders and the Rams slash Chargers opening up new stadiums that's yeah. that's going to be re- that's going to be really interesting that's a tough uh, go that goes yeah I mean this is not going to last forever whatever happens is if they go with no fans that can't last forever and I'm wondering it can't last for the season Johnny you can't go into the postseason like that can you you can't play. I mean, if you're going to play a season, you're going to have playoffs, and you're going to have a Super Bowl. You're going to have a Super Bowl like that. Really interesting stuff. A lot of different things to be thinking about. But I think in a couple of weeks, we're going to know how they're going to handle it. And yeah, last night I think I I unveiled the Vander plan that if they do drop two preseason preseason games, and this is a big if because I know nothing about this. We're just totally hypothesizing here. It would be one and four, uh, and maybe they they play one and two in the place of. Uh, we, slots two and three, but at least it gives you a couple of weeks after that second preseason game to get right. your act together, like you said, to assess. And what if somebody tests positive? At least right. you get a couple of weeks of that. Now for the Texans, remember this preseason game for the Thursday of Labor Day weekend. Of course, they're going to play the Dallas Cowboys at NRG Stadium. They don't get the huge amount of time to get ready huge it's a sort of mini buy right they don't get the labor day weekend off they go right into game week mode because they play thursday night against the chiefs that is a massive game i mean that's a monster game for the texans and for the league i mean that's opening night and believe me the league wants to make a huge deal out of that game i mean no matter who is playing but the texans and the chiefs marquee quarterbacks Rock and roll, let's go. Opening night, the league is back. I mean, the preseason is one thing, but this is it, baby. And it is going to be a big moment. So they're going to dress that thing up as best they possibly can at Arrowhead Stadium. I can't wait for that. And, you know, I'll sneak in if it all 
possible. I mean, we'll we'll get it done. They were asking me this this morning. I was like, look, I'll the the Vikings preseason game. I'll I'll stand at that gigantic window they have that faces downtown, <laughs> and and I'll just <laughs> I don't know what I'll do. I mean, well, I got I gotta you. be there. I'll, you know, you know. If anything else, uh, I I will be with, be there with you, and I'm pretty sure I speak for Dre saying he would be there as well. So, yep. uh, we will, our faces pressed against be. the glass, calling a game from there. <laughs> Nobody can hear us because the air conditioning coming out of the 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 window is, oh is uh, too strong. But it, it, it's interesting you bring that up, Mark. That we if you if you think about it, that week one game against the uh, against the Chiefs. You have Deshaun versus Pat, which is always which is going to be a phenomenal game. You have the Texans versus Chiefs, and we know what happened in the playoff game. You have the first regular season game um, in the NFL, so that's always huge. It's obviously going to be their celebration night. You have um, obviously the NFL coming back from COVID, which it, they're playing a regular season game. So if everything else. You know, we didn't have any other sports. It would have just been like there's no hiccup, but we know there's been a hiccup. So now you've got this coming off of COVID. And, oh, by the way, uh, you also have, uh, you know, this this summer um, of, of protests and Black Lives Matter. And, uh, you know, in, and obviously Houston was a, was a huge, huge piece of that. And the Texans continue to be. And so you're going to have that development. That Thursday night is going to be so jam-packed. Mm-hmm. with stories i mean it, it's going to be a tv rating like we've never seen yeah it's going to yeah. be a tv rating like back in the 80s super bowl it's yep. going to be massive massive rating it's a good point johnny i mean all those other stories combined with oh yeah football yeah football absolutely big and look they're going to do their best to keep these guys healthy to keep these guys safe from coronavirus and to still play football somehow and we're all eager to see how they're going to pull it off. All right, coming up on the show, let's have some fun on a Friday with more likely to happen as we go over a few different things. Quarterback talk comes into play, maybe another pro sport, some Texan stats stuff that's easily, easily digestible on the radio. I know I say that a lot, but it's true. Don't we make it simple? Because you're in your car. The last thing you want to do is get out your calculator and grind analytics of sports. All right, we'll have that for you next here on Texans All Access. Touchdown! Texans Radio continues in a moment. From the slightest bend to complex motions, your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans, and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Welcome back to Cachata Casino Resort. We're open and ready to play. We've gone above and beyond by deep cleaning and sanitizing every area of the casino, every slot machine, every table game, and every hotel room. Welcome back to more cash and more fun and more ways to win. We can't wait to see you at Cachata. It's Louisiana's largest casino resort and Louisiana's best bet. May's Star of Courage Award, presented by Apache, will be presented to late Houston Police Department Tactical Flight Officer Jason Knox and Houston Senior Police Officer and Pilot Chase Cormier. In early May, Officer Knox and Officer Cormier were in a tragic helicopter accident that Officer Knox did not survive and left Officer Cormier badly injured. Both men dedicated their lives to ensuring the safety of all Houstonians. The Houston Texans and Apache would like to honor Officer Knox posthumously and Officer Cormier with our May's Star of Courage Award. Your hometown Whataburger drive through is open 24-7 as usual. But now, as we all adjust to this new normal, we've also kicked off curbside pickup for online orders from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. So instead of walking your order to your table, we'll walk it right out to your car. Just because we can't be close doesn't mean we can't be neighborly. Whataburger. Hyundai has always had your back, and now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. 
Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to life. Get 0% APR for up to 72 months on the Tucson or Santa Fe with no payments for up to 90 days. Hurry in today to your nearest Houston Hyundai dealer. Offers end 630-20. Call 469-613-0227 for more offer details. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. Red Diamond knows perfect, not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday morning. Wait, no, that's bacon, and it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. The Houston Texans, Toro, and NOV have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational assembly about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across Houston. When the Rockets won back-to-back titles, we all lived through it together. I remember kids on the corners of their street just holding up signs, honk if you love the Rockets. And this coming Monday, we're going to bring it back to life on the 25th anniversary of the 95 championship. Big Clyde Drexler's offensive show. It's a double clutch Monday. 34 minutes after every hour, we'll have special guests and audio recalling the magical season. That's this Monday, a double clutch Monday. Mario Ellie. On Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. It's like Netflix, but free. Go to HoustonTexans.com and click listen for every episode of our Texans radio shows. Uh, So much work to get this more likely to happen segment together, so I hope you enjoy it. And by so much work, I mean I've been jamming since about 5.55 to get this sucker ready for No, I'm kidding. I've been working all day on this. Who are you kidding? All day, Johnny. Well, maybe not all day. All right, here we go. Are you ready to play? I'm thinking about it all day. That's what I I I actually have. I think about things, but I don't always put it to to paper. Yeah, there's a great scene in the movie movie Amadeus, which is about Mozart, by the way. Second Mozart reference of the program. It's a new world record, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, But it's a movie everybody should see, especially if you like music at all, any kind of music. Because uh, when they're commissioning, Salieri disguised as a guy, commissioning this uh, piece of music from Mozart, he said, well, oh, it's another guy actually commissioning it. He said, where is it? Let me see it. Let me see the music. He said, oh, I don't have it written down. It's up here. He points to his head. (laughs) It's like, write it down, Wolfie. Write it down. No good to anybody up there, which is kind of true. All right, so let's get to more likely to happen. More likely to happen. All right, Johnny, more likely to retire first. Two guys from the class of 2004 who are still standing because Eli's out. But Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger, more likely to retire first. Philip. One word answer. Next. That's tough because... Philip just strikes me as not having much gas left in the tank. Mm-hmm. But Ben's coming off a of surgery, and it's an elbow surgery. And I worry about that for older quarterbacks. Elbow mm-hmm. surgery, hey. 
Phillip just physically at the end of last year didn't look right. Now, mm-hmm. could that be just because he was playing behind a not-so-good offensive line in Los Angeles for the Chargers, and that started to really show some of the cracks in his armor? Or, yeah. you know, is he going to Indianapolis? Is he going to have more time to throw? And obviously he'll be fine. I don't know. I know he's dealt with uh, some injuries over the years, but the one thing about Phil, Philip, is the fact that he didn't play in 04, 05, uh, 04 and 05. He sat behind Drew Brees, so he didn't take a pounding for two years. Ben jumped right in in 2004, filling in for Tommy Maddox in week three, and then won a ton of games in a row and has taken a pounding. However, just watching Philip last year, I don't think there's much left. And Ben sort of gets rejuvenated with the surgery and comes back. That's kind of my thought. And, unfortunately, mm-hmm. we, fa- we face both of them this year. But yep. I would think that Phillip will be the first one that taps out. Notice I didn't put Breeze into there. And he's not from that class. He's actually right. older. He's class of 01. Right. But the thing is, you get the feeling that Breeze can outlast both of these guys at this point. Now, the one thing I will say about Drew is last now, I, this didn't happen in week one, but in the playoff games and both playoff losses at home, just watching the Saints, the offense just didn't look uh, scary, really. Yeah. And I think part of that was it looked like Drew just didn't have a lot of sauce. He didn't have a lot of juice, and it just looked like the ball was floating a little bit, and he didn't look as sharp. And I think that really impacted the Saints in the last two years. Uh, even though in 2018 they had the bye, mm-hmm. it just didn't look in the playoffs, and especially in the NFC Championship game, like he had a ton of juice, especially in the second halves of those games. So I, that, I'll be outside of everything else that's gone on with Drew this offseason um, to see whether he's got enough juice to make it all the way through um, a long season. And last year he even had – a four or five, I want to say four or five game break isn't the right way of saying it, but because he got injured in week two with that thumb, and then he came back, I think, four or five weeks later. So that's four or five weeks where, you know, good old wing gets a little bit of a rest. But even yet against the Vikings, he just didn't look like the Drew Brees that we know. So I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is Phil Andrews last year. I wouldn't mm, be surprised. Andrew. Yeah, both of them. I think Roethlisberger, I mean, they all have a shot here. And, you know, we haven't yeah. even mentioned Brady, who's older than them all. But he's yeah. coming up in the conversation, believe me, uh, in this more likely to happen Ooh, okay. segment here. Uh, I kind of think that I agree with you. If I had to pick one, I would say it's Rivers over Roethlisberger. And those are the only two I handed out. It was yeah. interesting what Warren Moon said. Was it on Sports Radio 610? He said about uh, late in his career, he could tell that the arm strength wasn't quite the same. He had a rocket. I mean, Warren yeah. Moon threw the ball like a laser, and he said it wasn't quite the same as he got older. And I, I think that's, you know, that's understandable. All right, let's get to the next one here. More likely to happen. All right, more likely to win the next Super Bowl. Is it a group of one of these three quarterbacks, Mahomes, Garoppolo, or I'm le- I'm going to leave Watson out of this, okay. but he's into it in a way. Sure. Mahomes, Garoppolo, and I'll throw in Lamar Jackson. One of those three or the field, Johnny, to win the next Super Bowl. You have to pick right now. More likely to happen. Mahomes, Garoppolo, Jackson, or anybody else? Oh, I mean, the, the field seems so enticing because it's every other quarterback. But yes. I think when you – start to narrow it down mm-hmm. and you I didn't put Russell Wilson in there Johnny or Deshaun Watson well I I well I know I, let's just let's leave Deshaun out of this cuz it's so okay. I mean that's that's hard because I I mean I I do think I I I know there are a lot of national analysts we'll go on my little rant here for a second I know the you know these little national analysts are like yeah they the Texas will be in the 20s the offense isn't going to be as good as the Andre Hopkins the defense eh. I'm, I'm telling you, I just think there's so much more to this offense that we're going to see in 2020. Um, and can I, I st- can I stop you right there for a second? Well, the, you know the experts and the analysts and everything. Yeah. Which which one of you knuckleheads picked the Titans to go to the AFC Championship game? Like, raise your hand if you had Tennessee All in the AFC me. Championship game with Ta- with Tannehill leading the way. Did you have that? Okay, yeah. good. Sit down. 
I mean, Tannehill, seriously. Tannehill, Tannehill went from backup to the number six-rated quarterback in the NFL, courtesy of pre-snap quarterback read or whatever his website is. I mean, is. come on. I, you can't predict this stuff. That's why it's so much fun. And look, who says the, the Texans can't change, improve, modify their offense to be better this year? I know, Oh, my gosh, they traded Hopkins. I get it. But like we said last night, that being said, start from scratch and look at what you have on the table right here and look how good this can be. Now, I'm not guaranteeing anything because we got to see it on the field, but I think they got a lot of weapons. Mark, I give you the Tennessee mm-hmm. Volunteers in 1998. Yeah. National champions. Why was T. that Martin? year significant? Because it was the year after Peyton Manning, and nobody thought the, t- the Tennessee Volunteers, they thought, man, they're going to the Citrus Bowl again. That's what they do. And mm-hmm. Manning's gone now. Oh, man, they might even go to the Gator Bowl. They went right. undefeated with T. Martin, mm-hmm. Peerless Price, a really good defense, Al Wilson, et cetera. And won a national championship you know, after Peyton Manning left. Travis Johnson is listening right now saying, but Winky got hurt. Winky got hurt. Oh. We went without, said it wasn't the same thing. And he's, and he's right. He's got a he's good right. point the if he's saying that. The Red Rooster was not very good. He, <laughs> I, Marcus Allison was not very good. The Red Rooster was not good uh. at all. And I felt for FSU. Um, however, uh, that Them's 98 the team, uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's mm-hmm. uh, kind of what happens. But that said, Tennessee took care of business and uh, and won a championship after. And nobody, nobody, they could talk all about Al Wilson, all the good players coming back, and everybody, everybody was like, yeah, but there's no Peyton Manning. And they go undefeated and win a championship. So my point in all that is even though the best offensive player over the last few years hasn't is not here, I think it's going to force this offense to be different. And I think in being different, I think it's probably going to be a little bit more successful because you're going to get contributions from so many different angles and from so many different people that Mm -hmm. you're going to have an opportunity to truly be a game plan offense. Like, okay, well, this might be Brandon Cooks' week. This might be Will Fuller's week. This might be, you know, this might be the tight end's week. You know, this is a group that can't stop the run, so this is going to be the running back's week. There's going to be, I think – multiple ways to beat teams and so uh getting on my high horse i you know i i i'm clearly on board with the texans being a factor in 2020 that said if i've got if i'm you could have made this interesting and made it mahomes jackson watson you could have made that interesting um but you threw garoppolo in there which is kind of throwing me off a little bit because i'm like Mm -hmm. "Ah, you know because he went and here's the i said this this morning Look, I'm not Mr. Jimmy Garoppolo promoter here, but I can tell you in all these quarterback lists, I don't see him high anywhere, right? Right. Because what? He missed a throw in the Super Bowl or something? I mean, seriously, I know that the 49ers fans wanted to see him make that throw. He didn't make that throw. But he's made a lot of throws. They're a solid team. Are you forgetting that this guy could be really good? He's old, Johnny. He's only played one full season. Am one, I right? One season. Yeah. That's it. I mean, he is he incapable of improvement? Uh, I think Apparently. he can be pretty good. And I'm again, I I don't root for the 49ers. If anything, I like them to fail. I don't know. I'm not a 49er guy. Never have been. But I, I just think people are overlooking him. You know, if people jump on to what the you know what's hot, the flavor of the month, like Ryan Tannehill. Not that Tannehill can't do well this year. I really hope he doesn't. But to forget about a guy like Garoppolo and say, well, Tannehill's my guy now. Like, eh, hang on a second, just g- give it a minute. Okay, Man, Bridget is just gritting her teeth back there in studio with all this t- you know bad talking of Ryan Tannehill. I mean, her inner ag is just dying right know, now because we're we're thrashing Ryan Tannehill. I think Tannehill we're really will be fine. not. But Tanny is my Manny. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> there you go. Um, what's it, was it Nate Burleson today who said the best quarterback-wide receiver combo in the AFC South was going to be Tannehill to A.J. Brown? I'm like, That's a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> that's a hot take. I mean, it's not going to be Minshew to Chark, although that's going to be a pretty good one. I, I mean, I'll, I'll you know, uh, Phillip Rivers to, I don't know, pick a guy. Well, um, it is, well, they think T.Y. is going to be healthy in his 30s here and he's going to be good again. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, that is not the worst thing I've ever heard based on what they did last year. But Ooh, Tannehill and Brown? Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, we I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I don't see a tremendous volume. I I see big plays, don't get me wrong. I see big plays with Brown. 
I don't know about the volume. And let, let's have that one lead us into our next one. So what is your answer, the field or one of those three guys? I'm going to take one of those three guys. Okay. I'll take the field. If, if I really had to bet there, I'd take the field because I know, yeah, AFC, they got a good shot if you have one of those two guys. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you still got to win the game. You still got to, you know, actually get there and win the game. Let's get More to the likely one. to happen. All right. The next one is this. More likely to lead the Texans in tight end receptions in 2020, Johnny. Now, last year, you had Akins, right? I mean, Akins was um, active with 36 catches. Yep. Darren Fells had the seven touchdowns, 34 catches. You know, we as much as we talk about Fells and everything he did for this football team, and you look at seven TDs, wow, 34 catches. You know, that is not a big number here. And Jordan Thomas just came into play at the end of the season when he got off IR, had one catch on the campaign. So what's going to happen here with the tight end group? That's why I think that, and I don't want to make a big deal, too big a deal about about wearing, because, look, who knows? I mean, he's never played NFL football, but they drafted him for a reason. And they're going to give him a shot to shine preseason-wise. Maybe he can work his way into the lineup. Because you know Bill O'Brien and Jack Easterby, they're looking at that position. And and Tim Kelly saying, yeah, that was nice what they did last year. But is there a bigger number we can get from at least one of these guys? What do you think? I think I'm going on a limb. I think it's wearing. I know it sounds odd. I know I I just uh, just a hunch. Mm Mm-hmm. I loved what I saw from him, and I'm 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 riding my belief in Travis Kelsey through Kahale Waring, and here's what I mean. I was a massive Travis Kelsey guy coming out of Cincinnati. I knew he had some issues off the field, all that kind of stuff, but I love this talent. I love this ability. 2013, he gets drafted third round, and he's hurt all year long. Gives the Chiefs nothing in 2013. Kind of written off, sort of forgotten about. In 2014, he comes back, and then you start to see it. You're like, oh, boy, this could be pretty good. But I guarantee you going into that 2014 season, everybody's saying the same thing. Well, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Demetrius Harris? Is it going to be Ross Travis? Uh, You know, Travis Kelsey, we don't even know because he's been – that's the way that we're talking about wearing right now. And I think Mm -hmm. wearing not quite the athlete that Travis Kelsey is, but when fully healthy, and that's the thing. I don't know that we saw him fully healthy at all, maybe in OTAs, but get him fully healthy, that athletic ability, that size, and that body build, if he's healthy, I think Holly Warren is going to be a big factor. I'm rolling the dice, mm-hmm. rolling the dice. Because at some point, when you start thinking about all the different ifs and things that go with the team, if Duke and David Johnson stay healthy, if Will Fuller stays healthy, you know, with the tight ends, but it's a big group. You know, all these different things you talk, we talk about, we know they're all not going to end up in the positive column. You know, something's, you know somebody's going to get hurt that we don't obviously want to see get hurt, you know, get hurt uh, and we're going to miss that player. But I think, I think of the positives that could happen, I think Kahale Waring might be a little bit of an upset but I think Kahale Waring is a guy at tight end that I really think is going to be a factor. I really think it's good. he's going to be a factor. I like this. I like this a lot. Okay, let's get to the next one. More likely to happen. We're having a fun Friday here and uh, going over a lot of different things. Let's get to the next one. More likely to happen. And those things include who will have a better record, New England or Tampa Bay? Johnny, who's it going to be? The Bucks play in the NFC South. Bridgewater's at Carolina. Mm-hmm. Atlanta still has some firepower. Yep. And they showed it as they really got out of the gate horribly last year, but they had some losses and losses of personnel along with losses on the field, and there you go. And the Saints, whatever they can muster, and they've had some deep runs lately. So what do you think here? Battling that division, Tampa Bay trying to make it with Brady and Gronk, or do the Patriots still find a way to finish – Nine and seven or above in the AFC East. What do you think? Well, I think uh, my initial reaction was it's going to be the uh, Patriots. Because, yes, the Bills will be better. The Dolphins will be, and the Bills should be a double digit win team. They should be 10 and six at worst. 
I think the Bills are going to win that division. They've got continuity. They've got athletes. Uh, you know, they make the move for Stephon Diggs, all that kind of stuff. I think the Bills are the team to beat. But Dolphins, Jets, that's four games that the Patriots should still win. I don't want to say without a doubt, but those are still four games that are right there in the wheelhouse for the Patriots to have. The flip side, the Bucks, as you said, have those six games against. Now, the Panthers, probably not going to be great, but the Saints and the Falcons probably going to be pretty good. Oh, and by the way, Tampa Bay matches up with the AFC West. So they've got all that with the NFC South. Then they match up with the AFC West. Now, they're also playing the NFC North, it looks like, as I'm trying to go through here. They will play a second-place schedule, third-place schedule. They're going to play a third-place schedule, too. So is that right? No, second-place schedule. Either way, their schedule, I think, is a little tougher in Tampa Bay, and I do think the Patriots will find a way. They're going to find a way to win – to win nine games i I'm, I'm convinced of that i think they're going to somehow sneak into playoffs with nine wins and then it's like belichick in the playoffs with no really no pressure it's yeah. gonna be crazy so i'm it's gonna go gonna with be the crazy. patriots remember seven teams per, uh, per conference folks so you get extra opportunity to get into the postseason this year and i can hear the complaints right now they watered it down all right so coming up i've got one more more likely to happen and the question is about another sport more likely to happen more likely to happen baseball plays or baseball doesn't play mlb (laughs) but there's other baseball being played including something i just found out about today i can't believe i didn't know about this and also ice cube makes the news talking about a popular tv show it's unrelated but i just saw a headline that made me kind of crack up all right we'll get to that and more on texans radio Don't miss a single thing on your favorite team. Follow us on Twitter at Houston Texans. This is Texans Radio. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday morning. Wait, no, that's bacon, and it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. When America needed us to build, we built masks ventilators shields when local communities and frontliners needed support four dealers answered and now we're open and ready to serve you with special offers and deals across the ford lineup stop by a ford dealership or go online we've made it safer to shop easier to buy built for america built ford proud Allen, deep drop, in trouble. Ball is out again, J.J. Watt, and he falls on it, and the Texans have it in the red zone. Nothing compares to the excitement and emotion of watching your Houston Texans play at NRG Stadium. Take the first step to joining the Houston Texans family and sign up for the 2020 season ticket priority wait list for free. Enjoy exclusive offers, event invitations, and more. Join at HoustonTexans.com. Hey, parents and teachers, we know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football, all for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth-grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com community. When the Rockets won back-to-back titles, we all lived through it. 
together. I remember kids on the corners of their street just holding up signs, honk if you love the Rockets. And this coming Monday, we're going to bring it back to life on the 25th anniversary of the 95 championship. Big Clyde Drexler's offensive show. It's a double clutch Monday. 34 minutes after every hour, we'll have special guests and audio recalling the magical season. That's this Monday, a double clutch Monday. Mario Ellie from downtown. On Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. Houston Methodist is still here for you, seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. Hey, Houston, Keith here from Papa John's. Have you heard about our picks for six? <laughs> It's a special just for you. It lets you mix and match all kinds of different things, all for just $6 each. You can choose between our papadillas, a medium one-topping pizza, cheese sticks, wings, poppers. How about some garlic knots? Even the garlic Parmesan breadsticks are included in all kinds of desserts. So try the Picks for Six from Papa John's today. Order online or give us a call. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's Houston. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this, and that player does that, and I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Not too long ago, Houston Texans fans were cheering in the stands of NRG Stadium. We now cheer for our first responders, healthcare workers, teachers, and many more who exemplify the true Texan spirit. Until we gather as over 70,000 strong once again, let's support those on the front lines in the fight against COVID-19. For more information on resources for you and your family, visit HoustonTexans.com slash COVID. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Keep up with the Houston Texans everywhere you go. Download the Texans mobile app. Running out of show way too quickly. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Bridget, our producer. All right, so... Major League Baseball, Johnny, I asked, more likely to happen, baseball plays or not. There's another proposal out there that I guess it got delivered today. Total comp, never mind the total number, it's over a billion. But here's the big one. Prorated salary, the overall percentage, let's see, it's 72 games. 80% of the full prorated salaries would go to the players, meaning, all right, you play 72 games. They're not going to get 100% of prorated salary for 72 because there are no fans in the stands, so they don't get the fan revenue. But they'll give you 80%, which, believe me, is a money loser for the owners. All right, The owners get the majority of their money from attendance and from stadium revenue associated with that, like signage and everything else, concessions, whatever else they make. That's the majority. Not broadcast. They make money on broadcast. So... All they're making is broadcast money, and they're going to give you 80% of your check. And believe me, 80% of their revenue doesn't come from broadcast. Sounds fair to me. Sorry to editorialize. What do you think? Does baseball do it or not, Johnny? No. I don't think they're, they will. They're not going to play. No. Well, I, mean, I, I think they're going to I – don't, I don't know if that deal is the one that's going to work because the, the thing about that deal is I think it's, I think it's 70% but 80% if there's playoffs – and the thing about it is a 72-game season with 70, 70% prorated salaries is essentially 50 game is is essentially 50 games worth of 100% salary. Well, the the other deal is a, a, the I don't know if the ah, players proposed it. My head is spinning. Proposed, yeah, <laughs> basically the deal is the same. It's just 24 more games of 
of baseball in which players are going to get this have more opportunities to get hurt. Uh, no, 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 but pro-rated means they're compensated for those extra games they're playing. I mean, that's pro-rated. Pro-rated is they get paid, like if you make, you know, uh, but if, if you make a dollar for 162 games, games now you're going to make $72. You're really making, a, a, you know, 80 cents times 72. You get my, what I'm saying here? No, I know exactly what you're saying. But I, mm-hmm. first of all, I think it's I think it's 70 and 80 for the playoffs, or if there's no playoffs, it goes to 80. I don't know. But It's enough. Way, <laughs> it, it, you, would, you would think. But – 72 games at 70% prorated is mm-hmm. nearly the same as 48 games at 100% prorated. Oh, I see what you're saying. About the so same. They, and was the 48-game proposal 100%? Yes, that's the thing. 48 games is 100% prorated. Now, I don't know who made that proposal. I don't know if that was mm. Major League Baseball or not. I don't know. There have been so many proposals, Mark, with the baseball thing. Yeah. I don't know what – I don't know who has offered what – if baseball has done it, or the major league, or the players' association, I, I don't know. It makes it feel like it's just not going to happen. Uh, but I think there's going to be some way, shape, or form where they bite the bullet and go, "Well, we got to do something." We've well, they have until Sunday. The, the players have until Sunday to uh, accept or reject this one, and I think they should lock everybody in a room until they get it right. Socially distance, maybe something outside, maybe lock them in a paddock until they figure this stadium. thing out. Put them in a stadium. Open yeah, put them in a the stadium. stadium. Right. Put them in a stadium, six feet apart, figure it out. Look, people, you're losing an, a great opportunity here. You could be playing right now, right? Yes. You could be playing tonight. Think about that for a moment. If they would just make a deal. But it's baseball. The sport, look, of all the professional sports we follow, this is the worst. Now, I know the NHL lost an entire season, which was ridiculous. Ridiculous, but nobody cared because it's the <laughs> NHL. <laughs> unless you're living in, unless you're living in one of those markets where you have a team. We didn't have a team here, so we didn't care really, right? right? See, Did I mean, the Arrows yeah, play so. that year? Did the Arrows play? I don't even. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, mean, I, don't I doubt. I, I doubt I, the I NHL. Remember. Yeah, I don't remember at all. But it, it, baseball's always had labor issues. And I call it labor issues. I don't know if that's the right way of saying it, but. They've always had issues, and this – I knew I knew when this came up, Mark, I knew that this was where we were going with this, that we were going to sit here and go, they're going to be arguing about this for weeks, and nothing is going to end up being mm-hmm. done about it, and we're not going to have baseball. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where – we're getting to that obvious drop-dead date and hopefully we can get it done or they can get it done and there could be some baseball. That's my hope. And so that's what I'm going with. More likely to happen that we will have at least some baseball this year. What do you think of the Skeeters announcing that they're going to host a four-team pro league at Constellation Field starting July 3rd, 28 games each team, a total of 56 games during the season being played in that one location? And Roger Clemens is involved. Uh, what Pete and Cavilia, uh, Kobe Clemens is involved. I I like this. You know, I love I going it, yeah. out there because my the little kid, the seven year old, he doesn't know the difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he he thinks it's great to be out there and it's a fun time. And I I don't live too far away, so it's awesome. And you can socially distance in there pretty easily. And apparently, order food on the app. They'll bring it right to your seat. I don't know. This sounds pretty good to me. It does. I, the only thing that I ever worry about in situations like that, Mark, where you're playing multiple games, is right. just how does the field hold up? How does, uh, you know, with, you know, not What's the on. worst thing that can happen? Come on. It's a four-team league. I know, but you're talking 20, what, 28 yeah. games for you know, 56 games? They'll be okay. Yeah, you're probably right. But that's I mean, the only thing that I worry. That's the only thing I worry about is just that. It's just it's it, baseball, though. It's I mean, they'll conditions. be fine. They'll be know. fine. Look, they'd rather play on grass that's like taking a little bit of a beating than how about the old carpet at Bush Stadium in oh, St. Louis uh, or at the Astrodome or something like that? You know, I, I agree. I agree with that. You're, the you're bounces. Right oh my gosh! All right, so the the ice cube thing uh, now. Look, every I don't know. Has, have you seen the Paw Patrol story? You know the show Paw Patrol, right? Yes, yes. Okay, I'm aware so, of it. so I have not been following it. I just know there's been some angst about it, and I'm like, all right, I'm. Yeah, out because of one of the dogs is a, a police officer. Chase is a little German Shepherd police officer, but, mm-hmm. um, but and look, I don't want to get into that debate or whatever. Yeah. But I got, <laughs> I got this. 
Imagine waking up from a year-long coma and seeing this headline. And the headline is, Ice Cube opposes canceling Paw Patrol. I mean, <laughs> like, wait a minute. What's behind this? Like, what happened? You know, you wake up from a coma. What happened? There's a whole lot more what happened that you can ask about what's happened in the last three months. So let's just hope everything gets better and um, somehow, you know, we work it out with Paw Patrol. Okay, Johnny, that's going to do it for tonight. That was fun, as always. And Monday we'll be back. We'll have some good stuff. Uh, We also want to wish Bridget a happy birthday once again. This is the day, so she's about to do whatever she's going to do tonight. What are you going to do again, Bridget? Can you tell the audience? Uh, I am going to go home and take a nap because I haven't slept since (laughs) 7 a.m. this morning. But tomorrow I'm having a pool party. Okay, that sounds great. Pool party. Everybody's invited to Bridget's house for the pool party. All right. Social distance. Social distance, of course. So I'll just stay here in Sugarland, and, you know, everybody will be six feet, you know, in a big sort of chain along the way. All right. Happy birthday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, HoustonTexans.com has some really great stuff for you. In fact, our next conversation for change with Cal McNair and Hannah McNair and Janice McNair is going to feature Romeo Cornell, and that'll come out Monday. So stay tuned for more information on that. Have a great Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, and go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant, that's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. For a winning feeling, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse in the Galleria. Indulge in prime steak and seafood, world-class wines, and exceptional hospitality. Looking for the ultimate game day experience? Host clients, alumni, and friends in Del Frisco's private Texans room. Watch your favorite team on a 60-inch television while surrounded by Texans memorabilia and seating for up to 14 guests. From extra fine touches to big screen touchdowns, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. Located at 5061 Westheimer in the Galleria. Telemundo Houston entertains you every night with at 6 p.m. Exatlón, at 8 p.m. La Doña, at 9 p.m. Operación Pacífico, and at 10 p.m. Noticiero Telemundo Houston informs you with breaking news, the most accurate weather forecast with La Autoridad en el Tiempo, investigations with Telemundo Houston Responde and Investiga, and sports with Domina la Acción. Join us at 11 a.m., 4, 5, and 10 p.m. on air, online, and via our free mobile app. Telemundo Houston, working for you. Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners, $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry, and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. The LSU Tigers are coming to Houston. Will the defending national champions be just as dominant on the field in 2020? Will they be able to replace key players lost in the NFL draft in order to create another national championship caliber team? Only one way to find out. Head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to witness the defending national champs take on the hometown Rice Owls. Visit RiceLSU2020.com to reserve your seats today. 
friends. This is Drew Doherty with the Houston Texans. Texas Children's Hospital is the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and the local sponsor of Play 60, the NFL initiative to get kids off the sidelines and into the action for 60 minutes of play a day. You can run, jump, swim, tumble, swing, or cheer. Have a blast. Just make sure you're active for at least 60 minutes a day to score the healthy future you deserve. To learn more, visit texaschildrens.org slash Texans. We need small businesses, and right now, they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names in entertainment with small businesses around the country. Introducing Verizon Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream to support local communities and share ways to help small businesses. Verizon Pay It Forward Live. Tune in every Thursday at Verizon on Twitter and Yahoo Entertainment at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Small businesses need us now more than ever. Mustang Cat has been serving Texans for three generations. Cat compact machines do big work and are more affordable than you think. We'll help you find the right cat machine to get the job done with the Mustang Cat Texas Two-Step. First, demo a new cat machine at your location or one of ours. Second, get $150 as our thanks. Call 833-MY-CAT-19 or visit mustangcat.com slash two-step to schedule a demo. Offer limited to new customers only. See website for details. Behind every incredible play are thousands of data points you might otherwise miss, such as player speed, field location, and movement patterns. The NFL uses AWS to process this large and complex data in real time. It's called NextGen Stats, and with AWS machine learning and artificial intelligence technology, the NFL has developed ways to uncover deep, deep insights and expand the fan experience by offering a broader range of advanced stats and visualizations. Visit nextgenstats.nfl.com for all things stats. NextGen Stats, powered by AWS. Take your Texans game day experience to a new level with Houston Texans club seats. You'll enjoy premier sight lines with wider cushion seats, a private game day entry, and in-seat food and beverage service. Enjoy premium culinary offerings while listening to live music in the exclusive club lounges during breaks in the play. Take the first step and join the club ticket priority waitlist for free at HoustonTexans.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. 